We are taping a special emergency edition of the Pistols Firing Podcast. This is Kyle Porter. Carson Cunningham will join me shortly. Uh, big news in Stillwater. Cade Cunningham, the biggest recruit in Oklahoma State history, uh, and definitely in basketball, maybe in a, any sport, maybe the biggest thing that's ever happened in the history of Oklahoma sports. So uh, we're going to talk about that very briefly, but first wanted to say thanks to MidFirst Bank. Uh, as well as Chris's University Spirit. They're the ones that make this podcast possible. You guys should check them out, uh, whether you live in Stillwater or Oklahoma City or Tulsa or wherever you live. Uh, big thanks to them, and let's get to the podcast. Okay, so uh, back at it. It is time for the Pistols Firing Podcast with your hosts, yours truly, Carson Cunningham. I mean, he's about as pretty as they get. Joined, as always, by Kyle Porter. When he breaks through and gets in the open, it's over. Gone. The Pistols Firing Podcast starts right now. Welcome back to the Pistols Firing Podcast, emergency edition. We have breaking news with Cade Cunningham uh, committing to Oklahoma State. He's considered perhaps the number one overall pick in the 2021 draft. He's the number two overall player in the in the in his recruiting class rankings. And obviously I had to bring on Kyle Porter from Pistols Firing Blog to, to hop in here and share his thoughts. Kyle, your thoughts on Cade Cunningham committing to the orange and black of Oklahoma state. Well, I'll tell you where I'm at right now, Carson. I am currently, uh, in my laundry room. I'm out of the shed. I'm in the laundry room because Mrs. Pistols is out and I am staring at a three month old through the laundry room window, making sure she's okay. The other three kids are, I think they're still awake. I'm hiding from them in my laundry room Oh screaming, gosh. screaming about a 19 year old's Instagram live that he did. It wasn't even live. He just put something on Instagram. How, how did this happen today? What, 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 where did this come from? Well, it's the start of college basketball season, but he was scheduled to make a visit to Stillwater. So the timing to me is peculiar. And it's interesting. I had like three separate Cade Cunningham conversations today, not knowing he was committing just the interest around this kid was was growing from from various people that I know, and one of whom was was Matt Amillion, who actually tweet like texted me earlier today and said like all he wanted was was Kate Cunningham. He just, he could, <laughs> he's, it's, it's all he wanted for for Christmas, his birthday, all wrapped into one. And then whenever the news broke, I texted him and said, "Ask and you shall receive." And his <laughs> and his point that he made, I thought was interesting was the timing of this. Did it have anything to do with Bryce Thompson? Perhaps Cade's kind of sense that that Bryce was leaning elsewhere did he want to get out in front of Bryce Thompson's visit to Stillwater and his you know Bryce Thompson had set a commitment date for next week do you think he perhaps was trying to get out in front of Bryce Thompson's recruitment yeah so there's a couple things going on here both of them Kyle Boone uh was in on and unfortunately he couldn't join us he's covering uh I think it was it Kansas and Kentucky that played tonight Michigan State Duke I, I might be getting the matchups wrong but whatever Kansas he's... Duke I believe okay and then Kentucky Michigan State maybe um none of whom recruited got Cade Cunningham to commit tonight yeah not no, Duke no. not Kansas <laughs> not North Carolina Oklahoma State <laughs> 
So he was in on both of these things, and we got he got something at the end of last week that was like, hey, look out for Cade next couple days. And it was kind of like, it was from somebody that if they told us that something was definitely going down at OSU, we wouldn't even, we would just write it and we'd feel good about it. And so at that point I was kind of like, I mean, but I don't know, like recruiting is weird. Like he can change really quickly. But when this person said that, I was like, wait a second, like our, our antenna went up and it was like, is this going to go down? You know, I, I, I still thought it would be like further into November. I didn't think it would be today. But on the Bryce thing, I think that's I think that's a really uh, good point because the other thing that Boone had was that look like if if the thing that can kind of like flip Bryce a little bit is like what does Cade do, and 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 specifically like what's he doing with Oklahoma State? And you saw the Bryce tweet tonight, and who knows? Like he's committing next Tuesday. Uh, he's actually doing it on CBS Sports HQ, so that maybe that maybe they'll like get my golf takes and then throw it over to Bryce. I don't know how that's gonna go, but um, yeah, maybe I you'll think, maybe you'll be there with him. And, I think like, the, you'll have the hat sitting there <laughs> on I think CBS Sports. I think it's a real thing that like Cade preceding Bryce and affecting Bryce. Who knows? I, I don't know if that does or doesn't affect him, but I do think it's more in play than uh, maybe people realize or, or, or see from the outside looking in to quote somebody who doesn't recruit top two recruits in the country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it clearly has affected Bryce Thompson. He, he tweets the, you know, this changes, he literally said this changes things. So I, I do think there is something to the timing with, with Kate. It was kind of out of the blue. Uh, we didn't really expect it. I mean, obviously Boone had his, his sources kind of tip him off, but, I don't think the masses really were expecting a commitment date. Um, so no, it's it's a huge, it's obviously a huge commitment. Kyle, as I said, he's the number he's considered by Draft Express the number one on their mock draft board for 2021. He's the number two consensus player in the country. He's a program changer, man. You know, Oklahoma State's had a lot of NBA draft picks throughout their yeah. their history, but they haven't had very many that are considered the number one overall pick. That they, they haven't had the number one overall pick, as far as I know. Obviously, Big Country was top three so this is just a, a a monumental day in that oklahoma state doesn't hasn't landed a guy of this caliber before obviously gerald green was when he committed to osu he was not the number one player in the country he just he went berserk he was, the, he was the number oh you're saying when he committed okay when he committed yeah, he just yeah. went bananas in all the the mcdonald's all-american game and just his his stock just kept rising and rising and rising. And for, and by the time all the rankings were done, he was like the number one player in the country. And he went in the 20s in the draft that year because he could go straight to, to college. But no, it's it's a huge program-changing player. And I think, Kyle, I'd be remiss if we didn't recall some of our earlier podcasts when Mike Holder decided to hire an unknown and, and Mike Boynton. I think yeah. I don't think anybody saw this coming other than Mike Holder because no one knew a lot about him, to be fair, about Mike Boynton. He was not the lead assistant. Uh, a lot of people didn't know who he was when they announced that he was the head coach. So obviously Mike Boynton saw something special in him, or Mike Holder saw something special in Mike Boynton. And, man, what a hire. And and, and kudos to Mike Boynton for you know dreaming big. Like He, he said he wanted to recruit big fish. And he want, and he was not going to limit his his ceiling to players he thought he could get to Stillwater. And man, it's been the culmination of what he's said, his vision that he sold to Mike Holder, and and kudos to both Mike and Mike. 
Carson, this kid is going to be like everything you read. It's like he's going to be the number one pick in the 2021 NBA draft. Like I, it's 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 sort of unfathomable to me that a he's going to Oklahoma State and b just what's going to unfold over the next year and a half. And and like look, the the, the long term impact. You're like, okay, he's there for one year. Like, what does that mean? Well could mean a lot if you get the if you get the Bryce the JT Thor the Rondell Walker and all of a sudden you got a top six class or a top four class you might be the big 12 favorite next year right now who knows how that's going to play out but the long-term effect is like Mike Boynton is a guy that gets guys right and then all the attention that's going to be on Stillwater and all the excitement that's going to be around uh, around Gallagher Iba this is a real thing this is a I, I don't know. I it, it seems like it it's more of a real thing than when uh, Travis Ford got LeBron. I mean, if you go one, two, three, LeBron prior to today was the highest rated recruit that actually played at OSU in OSU history. But this felt like a bigger deal, didn't it? I mean, yeah. I I don't know why. I don't know that LeBron was ever projected to be the number one pick in the NBA draft like Cade is. It seems like Cade's trajectory is like, <laughs> like just straight up. Like as like a you know who knows, but like he he's gone from okay, he's pretty good. Okay, he's really good. Okay, he's a top three guy. Okay, he's gonna be like a legit NBA player at some point. And to me, that's different than the LeBron thing. Yeah, and I, I think too the LeBron thing, like he was trying to like kickstart things himself with with Travis and his program. There wasn't there wasn't nearly as many high level recruits surrounding him, and not only his class but the previous class. I mean, the class Mike Boynton just signed was pretty dang good too. Now, yeah. So I think I think it's that combined with the level of recruit they're getting now in this class. And yeah, you mentioned. I mean, to get Rondell Walker from Putnam City West, an in-state kid, that, that's a that's a big deal. And he's he's a big time player, and you start you start dreaming big about Bryce Thompson if you're Mike Boynton with Cade Cunningham and Rondell Walker and JT Thor. Like <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to get over my skis a little too far here, but no, get all the way over. But let's let's go down a double black diamond over my skis <laughs> and say that OSU will be a Final Four contender if they get all those guys. Because we, you can sit here and say these guys haven't played at the college level, but when you watch the Final Four, how many one and done guys are in those games? A yeah. lot. Most of those, most of the high seeds in the tournament have one and done guys. That's just how the college game has 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 played out over the last since they made that ruling on one year guys. So it's it's a big deal, and uh, it it's a little surprising to me. I always kind of said that I thought he'd go to OSU because his brother and. And just, I thought he was just having, was having fun in recruitment, but you know there was a lot of Kentucky momentum, so it, it's a, it's a huge get for Mike Boynton, despite all the the big names that were recruiting him. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that in in just a second. First, let's take a quick break, and uh, we're not going to do any ad reads or anything like that. But just thanks to Chris's University Spirit and Stillwater, uh, as well as MidFirst Bank, they're they're the the organizations that make this podcast possible. They've been awesome to us. They've been great to work with. They both have great uh, companies, great products. And so if you live in Stillwater, if you live in Oklahoma City, if you live in Tulsa, you guys should check them out. They, um, yeah, just behind the scenes, like they're awesome. Uh, I know that we, uh, you know, they are sponsoring the podcast, but uh, this is not a thing that they're telling me to say or paying me to say. I just have enjoyed working uh, with both of them. So thanks to them. Check them out. Carson, can I read you the list? 
of number two. Uh, Kate Cunningham's the number two player uh, on two four seven right now in the country. I'm going to read you the last ten uh, number two players in the country. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. Cam Reddish, pretty good player. Uh, lottery Michael, pick. Michael Porter. Lottery uh, in, pick. Injured, but still lottery pick. Uh, Harry Giles. Lottery Scal- pick. Scalabassier. NBA player still. Em- Emmanuel Moutier. Lottery pick. Uh, Julius Randle. Lottery pick. Uh, Shabazz Muhammad. Lottery pick? I don't know. NBA don't player. Know. Yeah. Austin Rivers and Kyrie Irving. Woo! Is that a good list? Woo. That uh, that that really speaks to what we're dealing with here, right? You know, we can sit here and say, you know, he's he's ranked this, this, and this. Those are names that have done something at the next level, let alone yeah. college. Yeah. Uh, so that that's uh, whew, that's quite a list. Yeah, and it's you know I was looking this up. Uh, we taped one podcast. Uh, we we uh, the the archives that'll be the lost tapes of PFB. Uh, so this is our second. But in between the two pods, I looked up who's the who's who's what's the last time a top two guy went to a Big Twelve school, right? Because you think like Kansas, like oh you had some guys, you know Texas, and um, Embiid. No, it's Josh Jackson. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, he's more recent. Josh I was Jackson thinking was, Embiid or Wiggins. Yeah, Josh Jackson was the number one player in the country. Uh, uh, Mo Bamba was number three, I think. But uh, last time a top two guy went to a Big 12 school was Josh Jackson in 2016. So, wow. Uh, it's a big deal. I, I mean, the Bryce thing, I keep going to, back to that. That's a big deal. He's. I, I feel like sometimes, maybe this is just me, but I feel like sometimes we do this thing where you, you get in-state kids you get kids from Oklahoma and you're like, Oh yeah, they're, they're like a good player, like from Oklahoma. And it's like, no, this guy's a potential lottery pick. Like forget about where he's from. Like you could go, you could go one and done with Cade and with Bryce, right? Like they, that might be, you might have two lottery picks committed to Oklahoma state in like a week from now, which is insane. Well, that's, and, that's uh, interesting. It's, yeah. It's exciting because you know, you, you think, well, does does Bryce want to come play at OSU with Cade, who's going to be a one-and-done player? And as you said, like, I mean, Bryce Thompson's getting recruited by by uh, North Carolina and Kansas. Like, yeah. those, are, those guys go pro after one year who go to those yeah. schools. So, no, you're right. And to the Oklahoma thing, like, just look at recent history. Like, Trey Young was from Norman and was recruited by Kansas and Kentucky – and he went to Oklahoma, and I think, you know, we kind of thought he might go one and done, but, like, he was kind of a smallish player. But, like, just look what he did, and he's he was a lottery pick. So, no, Bryce Thompson could absolutely go pro after this year. They could have two one-and-done type guys. And, yeah, so, I mean, you just you sit, you step take a step back and just look at the – that's what's remarkable about the stat you had about guys coming to the Big 12 that are ranked that high, like – it's not every day that a school in the Big 12 can beat out Duke and Carolina for for the best players or Kentucky. You know, the, the, you're beating out the bluest of the blue bloods in this sport, and it's super hard to do. It's why it hasn't been done very often in the Big 12. So that that speaks to the job that Mike Boynton did, and I think you got to give him a lot of credit too because he would land from a game and go check in on Cade like after landing after a game in Stillwater, and he yeah. he was on him super early. Great job by him to get on him super early. And and look, you can criticize hiring of his brother, and I, I think 
if you want to do that, I think you, you're, it's it's more than fair. Is it? Uh, I think I'm, you can. I think it's it's open to criticism. Sure, that, that's a little bit of that's that's kind of how the game's played. Obviously, you know, Missouri did it to get Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, there's there's other instances of it happening. I personally think Cannon Cunningham has potential as a younger coach who can identify with recruits. Like I think Mike Boynton's done a good job pointing that out. He he's he learned under Larry Brown. <laughs> he he's been under some good coaches in his career, and he's young, and he's from the Dallas Metroplex. Like the, to me, he's got a lot of potential on his in his own right. But I can see how people would criticize the hire. But it obviously helped in the recruitment. Yeah, no, it, it did. And I mean, I don't know, like, it's not, it's not illegal. It's not like, you know, I, it is what it is. And I, I think that everybody keeps saying, oh, well, he'll be there for a year, just like Cade, and then he'll move on. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe like, that might be how it goes. But uh, maybe not. Like, I, I, I'm interested to see how that uh, that part of it plays out real quick before we go, where were you, what were you doing whenever, whenever this went down, whenever, <laughs> whenever Cade posted? Well, the, the PFB slack had, had warned me that he was about to, or they put the, the tweet from Cade saying tune in in 15 minutes or whatever. She's so like, what is this? I thought it would be like an Instagram live. Like here's an update on my, kind of like that he played a trick earlier last week or whatever yeah. it was that he was committed to Arlington. I thought it was gonna be something like that. Like he was committed to Arlington or, you know, some other trick. But then when he, the video started, like, Oh, this is like a commitment video. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> I was pretty confident it was going to be OSU. And when he said I was this close, I knew I was like, all right, he's, and we started zipping the jacket. That's gonna be an orange shirt. And he's, yeah. he's going to OSU. This is, this is pretty incredible. So I, it, it took me by surprise that he did it, but I, I kind of, I've been kind of pretty confident all along he was going to go to OSU. I'm, I'm on record with that. So it, yeah. I wasn't shocked, but it was certainly a surprise that he, he went ahead and did it. I was riding the roller coaster. I, I was, uh, <laughs> I was unlike you. I was, I was, I was on a Kentucky message board the other day. I mean, I'm a 34 year old <laughs> like father and I'm, I'm, uh, the Kentucky tears. I got to say they're, they're, they taste pretty good, but <laughs> I had uh, I had exited the shed for the evening and uh you know Marshall Scott had said like he he was <laughs> he was hilarious. He was at football media availability sitting in his car and he said guys this is not a drill. Uh Cade has a countdown on his Instagram live. And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I, I understand about 3 of those words. Like I don't I don't really know what's going on." <laughs> and so we got on it and uh I got my sons and they, they're like, well, like, we just want to color. And I'm like, well, this kid, he's like a, t he's like the best basketball player in the country. They don't understand. So they're watching and I'm riding the roller coaster of the video too, because he, he says like, uh, oh, he said something in the middle that made me think like, oh, he, he said, everybody thought whenever, uh, Oklahoma state hired my brother, that would be where I went. And then I was like, oh, he's not coming. That's it. He's going to Kentucky or whatever. And then I rolled the roller coaster back up and down and, and eventually commits. And I ejected back to the shed to edit and write <laughs> and, and do this podcast. But uh, the funniest thing to me was that uh, <laughs> I, don't, he, I probably shouldn't share this, but it's too funny. Marshall said he was in his car about to go to media availability, about to talk to Mike Gundy and whoever else was available. I, I didn't even see. And as he said, as soon as Cade said, uh, blood is thicker than water. He said he screamed in his car outside the, <laughs> the Sherman Smith Center. 
Oh man, <laughs> I was dying. It, it's been uh, it's been fun to cover. Look, like stuff like this, whether he comes to OSU or not, it's just exciting. It's exciting to cover. It's fun to follow. I, I think there's a real momentum uh, around Oklahoma State basketball, not just for fans, but for media and people that cover it. Like we're the us, our guys at PFB, like we're fired up about covering Oklahoma State basketball this year, and that's not something that you could always say about that program or about you know football and basketball in Stillwater. It's been, you know, I don't want to say dead program for for ten years. It's been somewhat dormant and below standard, but they're about to get really good again, and it's really yeah. exciting because OSU basketball is important. Yeah, and Gallagher Ave Arena. Like you and I have talked about before, like I get chills just walking in that place when it's when it's empty. It's just it's a special place. Mike Boynton has really delivered on on his message that he's going to go after big fish and big recruits. And I, I loved what he tweeted where he said he shouted out Boone Pickens for saying you know anything's possible at Oklahoma State. And man, he's he's doing things that haven't been done on the recruiting trail, frankly. Uh, so it's it's super exciting, and and I think it's important to note he is. He has delivered on on his message. Now, obviously, we we know OSU has to go win win basketball games. We're we're all aware of this, but man, it, it is an exciting time for OSU hoops. It, it really is. Yeah, it is. And speaking of, uh, they start the season tomorrow night. Bryce is going to be in attendance. Maybe maybe Bryce comes to mid court at halftime and just commits. Just and, goes to center court and then unveils the the same shirt under his jacket <laughs> like Cade. Dude, people were so he released his final four and he had like on the on the photo, the edited photo, he has like a blank jersey on and people mm-hmm. are like Zapruder filming this this uh this photo. <laughs> They're like, "Well, that's the that's the same jersey that he was wearing in his OSU uh visit, official visit." And I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh! Like, are we in too deep? Is We're this too, too deep. much? This uh, is you in the laundry room reading a <laughs> post on the Kentucky message board, like ripping Eddie Sutton for what he did in the eighties. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Anyway, okay, we're going to be back. I think we're not going to tape again until Thursday morning to uh, to kind of talk about that first basketball game and then uh, no football this weekend. So we'll we'll talk we'll talk some more hoops later this week, Carson. Uh, thanks for thanks for hopping on Emergency Pod. Thanks again to Chris's and Mid First Bank, and we will talk again soon. Let's work.